All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Shop Notes podcast. I'm your host, Phil Huber, and I'm joined, as always, by Logan Whitmer and a special guest today, Tobias Bridges from Powermatic Tools. So we're going to talk about tools and anniversaries in today's episode. It's number 83. Just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Shaper Tools, the makers of Shaper Origin, the handheld CNC router that brings digital precision to the craft of woodworking. Tackle joinery, cabinetry, hardware installation, and more with speed and precision. You can try it risk-free in your shop for 30 days. Visit shapertools.com to learn more. All right, Logan, I believe you have the connection with today's special guest, so why don't you introduce him? Uh, Yeah, so we have uh, Tobias here from Jet Powermatic. Uh, Tobias, do you want to give us a little bit of... Uh, background on yourself and how long you've been with Jet Powermatic. Yeah, sure. Hey, everyone. Uh, Tobias Bridges. Uh, I'm the Director of Product Development and uh, Management uh, for Powermatic, uh, as well as the Jet Brands at JPW. And um, it's exciting to, I'm, I'm very excited to be here and just talk about our brands and uh, woodworking in general. Um, you know, I've been with the company just over three years now, uh, getting close to four years now. But I've been in the tool industry a very long time, uh, a lot of hand tools, uh, whether it was construction or mechanics uh, tools, and um, I've, I've been working with my hands ever since I could remember back in the day building skateboard ramps, you know, out of wood and, and cutting and just doing all that fun stuff. So that's really where my passion started and to be able to work with a company that has the brands like Powermatic um, to have equipment that I, I know and I trust and, uh, and use uh, every day is really awesome to, to manage. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of a little bit of my background. Awesome. You know, we've had a, we've had a, a relationship with PowerMac for a long time, and I think everybody in the industry really knows the PowerMatic name. Um, and you guys are rolling up here on a, uh, a pretty big anniversary, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it actually uh, all started in, in 1921, uh, where Powermatic got started in uh, McMinnville, Tennessee. So this year, uh, we're celebrating our 100-year anniversary uh, of Powermatic, um, and it's it's been awesome. It's been a really fun year so far, even with all the chaos going on in the world, right? Uh, we're managing to find uh, find some, some good times uh, and celebrate our history uh, and, and our performance of the brand um, with woodworkers. Um, you know, we've been doing a lot this year. Uh, we we launched a, a series of special edition uh, SKUs for our Powermatic 100 anniversary. Um, it's back in April. Uh, we came out with uh, really uh, some of our most popular SKUs. Uh, we powder coated them a black metallic sparkle, which is a, a really cool um, finish for it. Uh, and then we also put some gold ribbons and stripes on the products with a really cool custom 100 year anniversary badge. Um, they were limited edition, uh, and, and the first wave of those SKUs uh, launched. We had a dust collector, we had a joiner, a planer, um, as well as a bandsaw. And uh, so those basically all sold through, which is great. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, they're really cool SKUs. They're hard to get your hands on, and especially with any machines right now, you know, it's hard to get your hands on pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's great to see those go to good homes. Um, and then we've got the second wave of the next series of three products coming out in October, uh, where we have our table saw, we have a drill press, and then we have our uh, Powermatic lathe. So we're really mm-hmm. excited for wave two coming up in October. 
Um, but uh, it's just been great so far. A lot of great feedback um, from the woodworking community on, on the SKUs, celebrating a 100-year anniversary, um, and just uh, sharing what we do, you know, with, with uh, woodworkers. Yeah, you know, I got a, I, I got a chance to see the lathe out in Vegas at AWFS. Um, yeah. Stuart Beatty was doing some AAW demos on it, and it it's funny because on the website – it looks like a just a, a black power coating, but it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a automotive black pearl coat. It's yeah. super it's super cool. So I wonder how many people because these are limited a limited run. Um, there's just what a couple hundred of each. Is that right? Yeah, we um, <clears throat> we tried to do uh, you know since we knew it was going to be popular and um, a lot of people uh, really wanted them. Uh, we try to do half a year's um, inventory that we would normally do in this custom color. Sure. And, uh, you know, it, it's unfortunately we didn't do enough. <laughs> There's still quite the demand. But I was, you're right. You're right. It does It does have an automotive type of finish to it, which is which is really great. Um, and too bad we couldn't get, get that laid out in that, you know, Las Vegas sun. That thing would have been you know, oh yeah! Sparkling. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, it was also 110 degrees, so nobody would walk <laughs> by. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that to Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like I wonder if because these are a limited run, is there gonna be that one guy that has the new in box 30 there years from now, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be flipping it for a profit? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, one of the other things I forgot to mention is each one of these SKUs have been coming with some uh, free accessories when you go with it. Oh, so, gotcha. You know, so coming up, we've got um, our, our brand new um, gear-driven drill press. It's 20 inch, and it comes with a really cool micro jig uh, custom table um, clamping table that comes oh, cool. with it, uh, along with. Um, a three pack of really awesome blades um, uh, for the table saw, uh, and then the lathe comes with a, a brand new LED light as well as uh, a nice anti fatigue mat. So we're we're trying to just hook people up with the things that uh, they would typically want to purchase after they get the machine that just come with the sure. machine. Just just as some uh, you know little celebration. So yeah, and just because I'm a turning fanatic and i know there's a couple guys that listen that are yeah. uh, it's the 3520 is the one you guys did right? yeah 3520c so it's it's uh it's our it's our premium one the most popular and really uh the workhorse you know of our brand yeah. so cool so when uh so powermatic 100 years old mm-hmm. how did powermatic get its start what was the first product that powermatic brought to market yeah, awesome. So uh, glad you asked me that. It's um, so in McMinnville, Tennessee. Um, uh, our owner, our founder of the company, uh, owned a lumber company, right? So he he was uh, just trying to sell lumber, and uh, he had uh, our, our his customers were asking for something a little bit more finished, and he had a lot of trouble trying to find uh, a company that would actually help him with a machine to finish the lumber. So he invented his own planer and basically built his own prototype planer um, and started planing his own boards for his customers. And uh, it became so popular, people were asking him for planers that uh, about seven years later, he, he invented, you know, he created the Powermatic brand and went full time into making machines. And, and planers wow. were the first thing he did. 
So uh, it came out of necessity, right, and a, a demand for a better product uh, of lumber, and so he created the planer. So, you know, and, and probably another 15 years went by, and he came out with the joiner, um, then another 10 years table saw, and just built uh, built the categories of the products that woodworkers trusted with that brand um, to today, where we have just under 100 SKUs uh, in, in about uh, 12 different categories of products. Um, all dedicated to high-end woodworking. Awesome. I think it's kind of amazing that you get a company, especially in our competitive environment, that can last 100 years. I mean, we've just seen right. you know, other power tool companies with as venerable a name as Powermatic not being able to survive. Yeah. So what do you think, what makes Powermatic different in that re regard? Well, I think basically it's the quality, right? The quality of the product um, is what woodworkers need. Uh, it's about the longevity. It's uh, it's about the the features and benefits that make the product easy and intuitive to use. Uh, not to mention safety. Uh, safety is always, you know, when we talk to woodworkers, safety is always their number one concern. And so, making sure you have a product that's safe uh, is critical that can stand the test of the abuse that woodworkers will provide on the machine. Um, obviously, there's so many different types of woods and styles of woods and, and cuts you can make. So making sure that, that the quality of the equipment uh, can handle uh, that uh, and repetitively has, has probably been uh, what's really given us um, you know, the edge uh, in, in woodworking uh, machines out there. And uh, you know we've been doing it a long time. Uh, we also have a, a, a great um, technical service team. Uh, we actually are uh, celebrating one of our tech service uh, gentlemen uh, who has been with the company now 43 years. Wow! So you know we we have history, um, we have knowledge, and uh, to be able to share that with our users is is really important to us. Yeah. Well, I would imagine that you also have a probably have some pretty long-term relationships with folk who have some pretty vintage machines too, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, we we have, you know, the number might escape me, but I know that it's going to be in the ballpark around 200,000 parts, you know, that we house at our plant, sure. um, in our warehouse. And so we... You know, not all of these are brand new parts. A lot of these right. are kind of, you know, we're, we're getting down low, but uh, you wouldn't believe the requests that we get uh, for people with these really awesome vintage Powermatic machines. It doesn't matter if they're blue or green or gold. Uh, you know, the, the colors have changed over the over the decades, but, uh, you know, the machines are still the same, and, and the people that run their machines are, are, are just bent on, are hell-bent on making sure that they keep running. Right. right. Uh, if we don't have the part, it's amazing. These people will find a machine shop and make it themselves so that they can keep their machine running, uh, which is really awesome. You know, we've we've been lucky enough to, uh, as you mentioned, have a lot of relationships with people with uh, some some historic machines that are still in use today. And it's fun to go shoot videos at their place and, and just kind of even for me, being with the company just almost four years, learning about our machines and, and our, our past and, and how we've progressed and added innovation to the future uh, machines, it, it really helps to see the past to, to make a, a better future, right? Yeah. And I think what's kind of cool is to see, you know, unlike, say, old cars where you have people that have 
old cars and they're sort of a garage queen. You know, they drag them out for the summer shows or something like that. I've seen quite a few people that have, you know, whether it's an old Powermatic drill press or table saw, and they're demanding high level work out of it on a daily basis, even though the thing's, you know, 60, 50 years old. You know, they're not just mm-hmm. highly polished shop ornaments. Yeah. Well, well, we have a little of both, that's for sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, um, it's great to have a product that, um, you know, spans the, really the realm of end users. Um, you know, we, we have personas within our, uh, our wood department, um, that we classify our wood users, you know, and, and, uh, they start out with what we call the splinters, right? And the splinters are new woodworkers. Um, typically, you know, someone that might be buying more, uh, hand tools, um, in with some power tools, maybe, a maybe some portable saws. Right. And then we get into, uh, people that we call our woodies and our woodies are really where, you know, people are starting to experiment with machines. Um, maybe they can't afford the highest end machine. They're still learning, but they're doing more challenging projects. Uh, and then we get into what we call our hardwoods and our hardwoods are really our powermatic, you know, people. Uh, they're really our users that understand woodworking machines. They're, they're very passionate, um, whether it's a profession or a hobby. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we try to look at every one of these end user types as we develop products to make sure that we have something for every one of those personas and, and, and make sure we're just capturing exactly what they need. And, and Powermatic has been a fun one because you get to go out to these professionals and these really high-end hobbyists and, and you know, they, you know, a lot of the times they know a lot more than I do <laughs> about not just woodworking, but uh, machines because they've been around them so much longer. Um, so it's great to, to learn more about, you know, our own machines from just really true, true, passionate woodworkers. Sure. So in talking to these type of people, is there one, one wish from them, from the industry, uh, that you guys don't offer that is, I, I don't want to, you know, yeah. give anything away that you guys are working on, uh, but is there one resounding, like, we need this type of machine well, you know, we, I will say within our categories of products, um, the one that I, comes to mind is, is something I see more and more these days, and it's really the CNC. Yeah. It's really, you know, technology coming into machines. Um, we do have two, two models, uh, just different sizes of a CNC, our 4x2 uh, and our 2x2, two two, and, and they're great. Um, but, you know, I, I think looking into what is that next technology, um, how can you make... Uh, machines uh, smarter and easier uh, and and from a performance um, you know standpoint how can we integrate new technologies into our machines and and CNC is just a perfect example of, of the beginning of what I think it's gonna be um, you know making machines smart and that's that's what it's gonna be in the future so keeping our eye on that knowing that we have a hundred year brand um, knowing that people might think uh, it's, it's an old brand um, it's really, you know, we're just forging forward with technology into the future with new products. And, and I think CNC is a great place to start knowing that, you know, it's such a popular thing these days. And there's so many end users that know about technology sure. and they want that technology in their machines to help them create things that would have been really hard for them to do, whether by hand, you know, 
um, or, or, or with other tools. So I think, I think that being a focus of ours going forward um, is, is going to be right on par with what the industry is going to be doing. Yeah. Now, looking at your guys' lineup, um, obviously you said uh, CNC. Uh, there's a handful of tools that I think about when I think Powermatic. Um, mm-hmm. and, and generally, they tend to be the tools that we have here uh, sure. uh, yeah. from a Powermatic standpoint, which is uh, kind of the, the standard woodworking tools. You know, joiner, planer, uh, table saw, drill press, mm-hmm. lathe, um, you know, uh, maybe mm-hmm. a sander and a bandsaw. Um, yep. But... The power, I'm looking at the Powermatic lineup right now. Like, you guys have a handful of things that I just was not aware of, and some of them definitely appear to be more on the or geared towards the industrial user yeah. or the an industrial shop. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Like, you guys have a shaper, which I did not yeah. know, um, yeah. and a rip saw, panel saw. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the you know, you guys have a power feeder that you can put on some other stuff, uh, yeah. uh, and a, a dovetail machine, which is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There's actually two different dovetail. Yeah, machines. we have a couple of different versions. Uh, yeah. Whether you want to do it manually or have it automated. Yeah, right? which is is super cool. So you guys obviously have a large portion of your. Uh, maybe it's not a large portion, but you guys have a, por- a portion of your um, consumers that are in an industrial setting. Correct. Correct. It's uh, we do have a good mix of heavy heavy uh, what we call production uh, equipment. Um, and, you know, up to 43 inch wide sanders, you know, sure. and as you mentioned, the rip saws, uh, you know, it, it, those are really for lumber yards or people trimming down um, heavy stock um, to panel saws that you'll see it, you know, the big box retails, you know, to help uh, help people cut down their their flat stock and their um, sheet boards. Right. Um, and, you know, it's really amazing to go into um, uh, a cabinet shop and um, a mill workshop and see you know as you mentioned our um, some of our bigger equipment running especially mm-hmm. the shapers you know these i went to a department uh, there's a there's a vintage uh, mill workshop in nashville and uh, these guys do all kinds of certain trims and and and, and household items and uh, it doesn't matter it's, they if, if it's wood and it goes in a house they're doing it and they have one of our shapers um, with a power feeder on it, and it's one of the scariest things to see because <laughs> it is just so powerful, and and you're cutting shapes that are that are so amazing, and and not just straight through, but on all kinds of curves and and arcs and and uh, on planes, and and to watch this thing just um, you know make this amazing uh, detail and trim work yeah. um, with this machine that. You know, you have to be in an environment that really does this, and, and their tool shop has a wall full of just profiles um, <laughs> that fits this machine. Probably 200 profiles, you know, and it's it's sometimes you forget these machines are out there, and then you go see one in action. You're like, wow, that you can't do that without a machine like this. You yeah. you have the edge right now, you know, in in a custom home building because you have someone that has a machine like this. So yeah, so it is exciting to see some of those industrial products in action that you wouldn't typically see in anyone's, you know, a uh, nice garage or something. Yeah. So if you're coming from a, a hobbyist standpoint that I, I have a sawmill, I just clicked on your guys' straight line rip saw. Thanks. 15 sure. horsepower. Yes. What the heck? Like, yeah. I, no. I don't even know what to do with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Just running, running power to your garage for yeah. that. Right. Well, it's, yeah, no problem. <laughs> no, story. no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, 
as I mentioned, you know, it's it's important to keep um, to keep these production guys going with the machines that they need. Um, you know, and and it's it's really funny these days because since there is such a shortage of machines um, for everybody, you know, and not just on a U.S. basis but global. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, this is, I'm sure that you guys had this discussion a million times, but COVID has really helped the woodworking industry advance, mm -hmm. uh, find new users, sure. new hobbyists, um, so many new woodworking uh, or woodworkers have come out of COVID um, just because they've had to either change jobs or they've decided to spend all that home, time at home on a, on a hobby and picked up woodworking um, that, you know, we, we don't, you know, we've been selling a lot of, of these production machines just because there hasn't been a lot of the regular machines. So it's good to see that happen. People are getting into bigger things uh, mm -hmm. and that's great. But we also have, you know, done some product development as well as, um, you know, for, for smaller machines in the Powermatic brand. Sure. Because we know there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people that want that high level of quality um, and those features and benefits that, that are Powermatic. But, you know, not everyone's at that, in, at that professional and, and production level. So, you know, it's been fun over the past to develop, you know, just last year we launched our, our Powermatic 2014 lathe. Um, and basically took that 3520C, um, that heavy duty, mm -hmm. fully featured product, uh, and just shrunk it, you know, into a 2014 with almost all the same features and benefits, um, even some, some additional adjustability. And, and that's been one of our, our, our top SKUs right now. Um, we can't make enough of those. Um, and it's exciting to see not just the industrial takeoff, but also um, catering to these new woodworkers at a higher level or someone that might just not you know have a huge shop they can go to every day and and want something portable to take to turn-ins you know or sure. or just have in their in their one car garage but want that quality machine so you know it's important to to try and find something for everyone sure now uh, forgive me because i'm going to steer this in a different direction really quick <laughs> obviously you're the the uh, on the powermatic side of it but can we talk about jet real quick yeah sure uh because as many SKUs as you guys have in Powermatic, yes. Jet has to have many, many more. We do have more. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We offer more, um, and it's catered again to to that Woody, to to you know the Splinter and the Woody, those those end users that are uh, looking for that entry level, um, but also looking for something that has those features and benefits, and and the uh, quality that is going to be that also that mid grade level. Um, in majority of our machines, and and then we also have a tier within Jet that has some higher level product as well. So, you know, the the Jet really is a an important brand for us. Um, it balances out our Powermatic brand. Um, we really have between those two brands uh, with the same company something that spans uh, every end user type uh, and every need uh, and and machine that they would they would need to do some woodworking, right? Um, and you know we do cater uh, you know, more for uh, the beginner. So a lot of our product development uh, these last few years have been about building a better bench top, right? There's there's a lot of opening price point SKUs that you can pick up for um, you know on the on the cheap. Um, and what we've tried to do is, <clears throat> excuse me, we've tried to you know give those those smaller SKUs um, a more premium feel with materials. We, we offer more cast iron in our products. We have better cutter heads. 
um, and, and we're trying to advance um, you know that jet brand to be really better than any you know opening price point product um, sure, because sure. there's a demand for it you, we all know that as soon as you start woodworking you know you you might have limitations with money or, or obviously experience but as soon as you get into it and you decide that this is something you want your your quality level needs to improve and you want it to improve and you don't want to invest in something that isn't going to give you quality right off the bat right yeah so that's where we try and position our, our jet product is is something that you're not going to have to buy some equipment and within two months now you're looking to sell it and buy something else you know <laughs> and sell it at a loss typically um maybe not these days i'm sure the secondary market is just awesome right now <laughs> but, um, but you know it's it's a uh, it's important for us to give you quality right off the bat um and and that's where we position that jet brand it's it's a uh, you know i have i have so many woodworkers that ask me those questions they say hey I, i've got this or i'm about to get this what do you recommend and and I let them know, hey, you know, just like anything else, um, invest the money in early, and, and it'll pay off uh, in the long run. You know, just get the right equipment up front, even if, even if you, you know, but make sure that you're happy with it. Make sure that you want to be doing this uh, because it is an investment. Um, sure. But it's gonna, it's gonna make you happy in the long run, getting the right equipment up front. Sure. Now, how does the? Uh, because I know there are many other products under the jet line uh, in the metalworking world and in yes. industrial like uh, right. you know uh, my dad is a plant manager at a shop here uh, in Iowa and they just yep. bought a jet vertical mill yeah. uh, so does the, is all that stuff um, live within the same family there or is that kind of a different animal altogether no it it you know it's interesting because machines um, are what we do and sure. Our business is really separated into industrial and then our wood markets, right? Um, so we we have a, a lot of amazing uh, metalworking machines. Um, you know, JPW is our company, um, but we have even more brands that we represent um, more than just Jet and Powermatic. Um, the W actually stands for Wilton. It's a lot mm -hmm. of uh, industrial uh, tools, vices. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of different products, fans. Um, we also own a company called Edwards, and Edwards are iron workers um, and for the automotive industry. So if you watch any of these guys on, you know, Motor Trend TV and, and these shops, and they're forming, fabricating, um, welding, bending tube, you know, we offer all of those machines. Uh, and then within um, within the jet category. Uh, of metalworking, we have our elite brand, which is high end, as well as just our traditional metalworking machines. So, uh, you know, we we offer uh, just a, a plethora of machines, which is what we're really good at. Um, but you know, the the benefit of having Jet Wood is that uh, you have a lot of people that love their brands, right? And when you're in an industrial metal shop, um, there's there's a probably 95% chance that you're going to need to do some woodworking at some yep. point, uh, you know? So it's nice to have the jet brand recognized very highly in the metal industry. And then also when they go searching for more jet products, they find our woodworking products. So, so sure. we get the benefit of, of being able to, to have that, um, transition, uh, in, in our wood into the metal department. Um, you know, and then now that we're seeing, you know, trends these days with furniture design and things that woodworkers are doing, you see them using more mixed material sure. and bringing metals in and bringing resins and things like that. So 
uh, it, it goes the other way. If someone's looking for some metalworking tools, um, you know, Jet offers that for the woodworker as well. Um, maybe it's not a, a big five-axis, you know, vertical mill uh, or something like that. But uh, we definitely, within our JPW portfolio, um, you know, have you covered. And uh, one of the other great acquisitions that we made um, just over a year and a half ago was the Bailey Industrial brand. Oh, okay. And again, you know, this this is we're talking serious uh, metalworking, fabrication, chip making products, um, as well as uh, some additional woodworking products that we didn't have in the Jet and Powermatic brand, um, especially in the CNC market. So really excited to have uh, you know that as an additional brand to help support uh, all of our end users. Awesome, I say. I'm just. Right now, I'm looking at all the the Bailey stuff. Um, yeah. There's a lot of it, and it looks it looks like it's definitely geared more industrial. Yes, yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's a uh, it's it's high end products. It's a professional grade product, um, and and those users are very passionate. Um, we have what we call uh, our Bailey Army, right? And um, it's social media. It, it's almost a movement in the metalworking industry. And if you go to Bailey um, on uh, on any social media platform, um, you know it's the 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 things that people post, the creativity, um, you know, just like they would with woodworking, because I, I know you know just end users and end users in general that are creative love sharing what they're working on. They love sharing um, their passion and the things that they've built, uh, and they love sharing you know with a community how they do that and. Uh, and just getting feedback. Um, and so, you know, it's really fun going to our social media sites um, and, you know, Instagram and, and looking at what people are posting um, that they just love to, to show what they've done with our equipment and how they've, how, to, how it's made a difference in, in their passions or their uh, professional jobs and, and what they're building. And so it's, if anyone has a moment, just, you know, go on to any of the, the JPW site. You can see all our different brands and then just look at any of the social media links and, and you'll be inspired. I guarantee it. Yeah. I think that's one thing that I've found. Um, you know, it, it, we get in a weird spot where somebody entering the woodworking hobby uh, you know, obviously they're, like you said, they're trying to feel out whether this is for them or not. Yeah. And then they get to a point where they, you know, buy a little bit of machinery. Maybe they buy new, maybe they buy used, mm -hmm. uh, maybe they buy the best right off the bat. Maybe they don't. Yeah. But when people step in and use a quality machine, they know it. And there's yeah. a difference there, Correct. Uh, which is, is is kind of interesting um it, it's it's cool to see and i think one of the the nice things about um powermatic is i mean they're the best the best machines you can buy i mean in the woodworking industry um so it, it's cool to see uh the the amount of people that back mm -hmm. the powermatic line so yeah no i appreciate that we feel the same way yeah <laughs> Well, and yeah. I was wondering too, is, uh, you know, especially in comparison to other, other brands without making direct comparisons is, mm -hmm. and the economic situation, say over the past 20, 30 years in tools is sure. being able to 
stay stay where you want to be, you know, because I'm yeah. sure you guys faced the same kind of economic pressures to mm-hmm. value engineer something down to lower price points and trying to compete yes. on price on stuff. And just wondering if you could talk a little bit kind of some of the behind the scenes on what it takes to be able to keep Powermatic where you are. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I come from, my, my background is um, is engineering uh, as well as uh, industrial design um, and into into marketing and product development. And and so, you know, I've had a lot of history being a design engineer um, and manager of engineering projects um, to be able to know that, you know, value add and value engineering uh, is just another tool that you can use um, to not just remove cost, but to to maintain the quality and integrity of a product, because at the end of the day, uh, that's what it's about, right? You you don't want to offer less, um, uh, you know, and, and even with the pressures of having to charge more, right? It, right. It's kind of the opposite of what you really want to do for your end users. So, when when you're faced with those uh, tough decisions of okay, we you know, as a company, we have to be profitable, um, but we know that our profit is only based on, you know, our, our customer base, um, being able to want to keep purchasing our machines uh, and using our machines in a way that, um, you know, is going to be beneficial for everybody. So, uh, you know, depending on the opportunity, um, we have a great team and I've done this in, in every really company I've been with, uh, we take the same approach, you know, uh, you, you really try and find the items of waste first, sure. you know, so that, you know, first thing is, um, you know, just trying to find those those areas of waste that aren't adding any value uh, to the product. Maybe there are things in packaging that uh, that just are typically thrown away that actually don't add protection or, or don't do anything different. Right. And then you work your way up to um, some of the some of the critical feedback that you have to get to say, OK, um, do our end users use this feature? And, and you have to be really um, smart about uh, the, the, you know, the, the work that goes behind um, you getting the, it's really a numbers thing, right? So uh, statistics will say, I've, you know, 10% of the people want this feature, 90% don't even use it. So that's a low risk item. If we need to remove that, we can, because it doesn't add value. And, and right. at the end of the day, someone's paying for that, that they don't, 90% of the people don't use. So, you know, you, you start there and, and you get to the point where, um, you know, you, you don't want to devalue a product to the point where uh, it's not going to be what it used to be. So uh, even though we have the pressures in the industry to always um, be more profitable, um, costing pressures, um, some you can't control, right? I mean, yeah. the volatility of, um, of the steel market, right? Yeah. Um, you, we're at the mercy of that because it's it's what it is and our machines are, you know, 80 plus percent metal. So right. you know, we can only do so much about some of those things. Um, you know, containers these days are, you know, the cost of containers and shipping, that whole thing is uh, out of our control. But, um, you know, we try to do what we can to adjust. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're a professional organization. We have professional products. Our end users, uh, we want them to know that we are still the quality machines. And so we do as much as we can to mitigate any, any of that, to try and, you know, remove anything from our machines that that really doesn't add any value um, and keep all the features and the quality, obviously the safety that is important. 
So it's it's a tough thing. It's a it's almost a daily challenge, and um, you know it's it doesn't just happen, you know, as one whole in one time. Every piece of machinery and every uh, category you have to look at, right? Yeah. Because it's you're kind of getting it, kind of getting attacked from everywhere. So you have to make sure that you uh, are very responsible in how you approach it, um, and then uh, and then just go through the motion to make sure that at the end of the day you 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 can you can offer exactly what your end user wants at the yeah. level that they want, and, and and at the price point that they want to pay for it, and that's that's the end goal. There are lots of ways to get there, but that's you know that's typically how we try to approach that situation. Sure. Yeah. Well, and like like you kind of alluded to, there. I mean, and it's a it's the same type of thing that everybody is everybody in the tool manufacturing space right now is fighting with is the volatility of materials and shipping mm-hmm. and just this. I mean, that's the stuff that you guys have to tackle daily, yeah. which is yeah. Kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but you know. it is. You know, I I feel bad. I mean, our our product managers who you know in in the past manage products old and new, they yep. develop new products, and that's what we love doing. We are product people. You know, we are end user yep. focused, and and that's why we're in the business we are, right? Um, and we we are passionate about our hobbies, and that just so happens to be our work as well. Um, but it's it's. It's not fun. The, the part of the job these days that's not fun is going in and having to track, you know, where every container is, <laughs> when yeah. it's going to get here, you know, just, you know, but it's so important because our customers need to know because our end users are wanting their machines and they've ordered this and they're waiting. And so, you know, half the time we're, we're just, we're doing logistics you yeah, know, right. instead well, of what we really love to do, but it's just as important. Yeah. We want to help our end users out. We want to give them uh, every advantage we can, or every advantage they can, to to help them get their machine and and try and be up to date with everything that's going on. But uh, it's crazy times. I mean, I I've never seen this. I don't think anyone has. And 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 you just you know the tough thing is there's really you know no one has a crystal ball to know when this is going to end. It's I know it's more of an eight ball, right? And you're just yeah. hoping <laughs> it lands on the right thing. Uh, you yeah. know, every month it's just like, what's it going to be this month? And uh, so, but we have a great organization that um, you know we're dedicated yeah. to trying to make sure that we can we can figure that out. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that that's one of the things that kind of rubs me the wrong way uh, from being in the you know woodworking media world. Uh, I see a lot of uh, feedback from ev- I mean every company, and mm-hmm. it's it's users uh, end users, you know, kind of complaining about not being able to get product it's like yeah. you know it, it it's it's frustrating when people don't realize uh how many balls are up in the air and how mm-hmm. many uh issues there are from a supply chain standpoint everywhere i mean you yeah. know absolutely everywhere and i know uh from like the sawmill industry there are sawmill manufacturers that are right now taking orders for uh 2023 because Correct. they will not be able to fulfill them next year because of supply issues. Wow. Correct. So. Correct. And, and you know we we're closest to our wood, but it it you can go to any any industry these days and find something that is hard to get a hold of. Yeah. And not only that, it's going to cost more. Oh, uh, yeah. Or or even having work done at your house. I, I know uh, I I'm outside of uh, in North Carolina, outside of Raleigh, and um, you know we. Everywhere I travel and, and even around here, 
it's hard to get contractors. It's hard to, yeah. to get anyone in to do anything because, um, you know, the materials are what's driving these delays, you know, and, and yeah. you, you can, you can get on someone's schedule, but they have to wait until they get the materials. And, you know, I, I know COVID's causing a lot of, uh, people to do a lot of things around their house, like build pools and I mean, good luck getting a pool in your, <laughs> you know, schedule yeah. your, your uh, house in the next you know, 12 months or plus it's, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, it's every industry. So, yeah. So, but it appears that Powermatic is handling it pretty well. Uh, yeah, which, well, I mean, you know, we are after after a hundred years. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've uh, we we pretty much know what our forecast is and what people need, and and um, as much as we try and follow that and, and blow it up, it's uh, you know, there's only so much we can do. Um, but we're doing the best we can. We are on it every day. We've got a great team of people and uh, and great partners helping us out. So. You know, uh, hopefully, hopefully this will run its course, and um, I just, I really just want to see more people doing woodworking and getting their machines and and uh, being happy with. You know, uh, unfortunately, there's a wait, but you know, it's worth the wait once you get it. It's definitely worth the wait. Oh, for sure. Sure. So, uh, when does the next uh, release of the 100th anniversary tools happen? So October 1st is when uh, the official launch date is. Um, for uh, for that Powermatic Wave Two, uh, really excited about that. We've um, you know we've been we've been uh, offering uh, well I wouldn't say offering but basically running uh, some campaigns uh, about the tools themselves. Um, we've been having contests uh, th- pretty much every month on our social media site to have people um, submit pictures and things that uh, they can win some free uh, shirts and hats and, and some swag and stuff, which is just helping people share you know, what they love about Powermatic over the last hundred years um, and what they love about woodworking in general, right? Um, but we do have a really big contest that just kicked off uh, last month in July, um, and it is, uh, it's really our our celebratory contest for uh, our 100 year anniversary. Um, it's a sweepstakes that you can enter to win. Uh, and there's some amazing prizes on this. But basically, when you enter, uh, you can go to our Powermatic website, uh, and then you can click under the sweepstakes piece of the 100 year anniversary. Um, and to submit, all you need to do is create a video just a short video, something that educates or teaches someone about woodworking. Uh, and it can be anything about woodworking. And, and what we want to do, and it's really important that we share videos because, you know, in, the, in these times, um, just submitting your name, uh, you know, for, for a great prize, and I'll tell you the prizes are, are amazing uh, in a minute here, but uh, it's really about sharing woodworking, sharing the passion, sharing your education, your, your hobby, your skill on whatever project you're doing. Um, for someone that already might know or just doesn't know or someone that's new and it's it's um it's something that we want people to do because we have so many woodworkers that are so passionate uh, you don't have to be a powermatic user a jet user a Bailey user um, just anyone that loves to share woodworking is who we're after to enter this contest um, so all you do is create a video you post that video uh, to our social media using using the hashtag um, powermatic makers and uh, and basically that's how you enter. Um, and uh, at the end of October is when we're going to announce the prizes. Uh, I think it's we might review them in October and then announce them maybe at the beginning of November. Um, but I tell you what, it's it's just about sharing um, your passion and sharing your knowledge. 
Um, and in order to do, you know, if you can submit that video, which we've already, just being July last month, we've got a ton of great videos coming in. But, you know, to, to really reward uh, our woodworkers and woodworkers that just um, are passionate about sharing their experience, uh, the grand prize, well, actually, let me, let me tell you first. We've got 10 third place prizes. And, and basically, um, you get to, uh, you basically are syncing up. You'll receive like a sync up tracker, uh, which is worth about 60 bucks, uh, the hardware part of this. The second prize uh, is going to be a Powermatic PM100. So that's the anniversary edition dust collector, right? Uh, so you start to get machines right at second place. The first prize winner, you're going to get a Powermatic bandsaw as well as a voucher to attend a woodworking school. Um, so that's going to be pretty awesome, something like a Mark Adams school. Uh, and then our grand prize winner uh, is going to be getting a Powermatic 100 table saw, as well as we're going to fly uh, two people out to Nashville, Tennessee for a trip that, you know, it'll include the airfare lodging, as well as visiting our training center in Nashville, because that's where JPW is headquartered. So we've got some really awesome sweepstakes prizes. And what we really want people to do is just uh, feel free to take some video clips. It doesn't have to be long. It can be long, can be short, um, but just something that really shows, uh, you know, your woodworking um, or, or your passion or your skill uh, and, and your education to share it. So. Yeah, that's that's really, you know, the just behind that big sweepstakes. Uh, it's going to be running for the next uh, few months uh, until we pick the winners. But I would just recommend that everyone that that uh, wants to take part in this opportunity to not just win a machine or a trip to Nashville or a woodworking school to to definitely uh, just share your passion. Right. Awesome. Cool. We'll put the link for that on our YouTube channel as well as on the show notes page for today's episode. Awesome. Well, it's been good to have you on, Tobias, and congratulations on uh, 100th anniversary for Powermatic. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, it's uh, it's just about halfway through now, so we still have some really awesome things coming up. Sweepstakes, the second wave launch of the products. Um, so, uh, you know, just keep an eye out, everyone, for uh, anything coming through your social media. We're always we're always excited to post things about Powermatic there and uh, and share our passion. So uh, thanks for having us, having, having JPW, Powermatic, and myself on. Sure. All right, I think that wraps it up for another episode of the Shop Notes podcast. Like I said, you can find us on video on our YouTube channel where we'll have links to some of the things that we've been talking about in today's episode. You can also check us out on our show notes page. That's at woodsmith.com slash podcast want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Shaper Tools, the makers of Shaper Origin. It's the handheld CNC that brings digital precision to the craft of woodworking. Tackle joinery, cabinetry, hardware installation, and more with speed and precision. You can try it risk-free in your shop for 30 days. Visit shapertools.com to learn more. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Shop Notes podcast.